name is Sade Goins. And I'm Caitlin Crutcher. And this is Let's Get Real. So, today we are talking about voting and the importance of voting, what's on the ballot that should be important to millennials, um, and when to vote. So, the date that voting happens, whether you're going to the ballots or voting absentee, um, is November 6th, yep. 2018. So put it on your calendars. If you haven't already, you still have time to get an absentee ballot. Um, You have to request an absentee ballot the Saturday before the election in order for you to actually be qualified in time to send it in. Um, And there are polls everywhere. So definitely get out there. Vote. Your voice is important. So for CMU students, um, you actually have the day off um, to go vote. Like your professor cannot mark you down. For wanting to go vote, in case you're wondering about that. You guys are safe to go do it. Yes, definitely. I remember freshman year, we did that. And I can't remember if there was like, if it was a group of people or an RSO that was leading it or anything, but I just remember everybody walking or driving from the towers to this nearby school. We stood in line for so long. I mean, it's okay, though, but I it's you have to it. be you have to expect that if you're going in to vote mm-hmm. at an actual like in person. Um, it took, I want to say, at least two to three hours. Yeah. Like from me getting in to actually voting and leaving. Um, so definitely uh, plan for that. But it was a it was a really cool experience. It was my first time voting, and it just felt good to know that my voice, I guess, essentially would be heard through my ballot and who I who I voted for and everything like that. It was a it was a cool, empowering experience. Um, so definitely get out there and vote. Definitely. Okay, so. The things, the top three things that are on the ballot this year that really impacts millennials that you guys should know about is um, first gerrymandering. So for anyone who doesn't know what gerrymandering is, gerrymandering basically is a practice intended to establish a political advantage for a particular party or group by manipulating direct like district boundaries. So basically um, in gerrymandering and when it's taken advantage of a representative gets to essentially choose who votes for them rather than like the voters choosing the representative. So, and unfortunately there's a lot of parts in Michigan where there's a lot of gerrymandering districts that have been like, that just like affect Michigan and how we vote. And a lot of our voting is like skewed because of gerrymandering. So um, with the, uh, I believe on the, with the bill on the ballot this year, basically it'll put into place a, a, Kind of like a consensus. After every consensus, every 10 years, um, 13 people will be able to come together and essentially make sure that the districts are still fitting based on, like, who's living there and that they're still, like, essentially even and that people are being represented appropriately. So it's a good thing to vote no on gerrymandering. And then wasn't there an uh, an issue in Georgia that happened recently with, like, gerrymandering? Yeah, so what happened in Georgia wasn't necessarily gerrymandering, but it was an issue of voter suppression. Mm. So basically what happened in Georgia was one of the candidates um, purged, um, so, like, essentially got rid of the voter registration for um, about nearly 350,000 people in Georgia. And they did that 
because they were either like not active so like the person hadn't voted within like the past two years um if they're like pending or just whatever reason they just decided that they were just going to remove them and the same thing happened actually in 2016 and 2017 and they removed um nearly half a million people from voting in the elections so it's kind of kind of messed up and so that's why it's really really important that you check your voter registration as well so make sure you are registered to vote because a lot of those folks that went out in georgia to vote they went to the polls they waited in line like char may have done for like the two three hours and they got up to the front and they said no you can't vote you're not registered so make sure you check your ballots um and also stay woke people um <laughs> so um but yeah so that was kind of really messed up but the person that is that was in at fault in that situation is i believe being charged for it so justice does prevail on some occasions the next thing on the ballot that i'm sure a lot of millennials care about oh my goodness <laughs> is of course the legalization of marijuana and this I feel like this has been like a topic of discussion for a long time, a very, 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 very long time. I feel like we were talking about this in like high school. Low key. Like I remember you having like right. I remember having I was on a debate team in high school. Um, shout out my debate team. We didn't do much, but we argued a lot. Um, I'm literally done. We, we got into arguments every day. It was wonderful. Um, but we. There were several days where we talked about this very topic. It was like legalization of marijuana. And it was like some people were really like, nah, if it's illegal, like it's like the law is the law. Don't do it. And then other people are all like, why don't we just change the law? Um, so that was always a fun topic. But you can go ahead. Definitely. Um, and I mean, if we're going to be real, like we all know somebody who smokes. So it definitely like impacts us as millennials, honestly, in a variety of ways. Um, so the proposal would allow people to buy up to 2.5 ounces a day, which is low-key a lot, um, <laughs> and possess up to 10 ounces in their home as That's long as lot. it's properly locked up. Exactly, right? Grow up to 12 plants for personal use, Whoa. and it would have the state regulate the industry and subject the sale of marijuana to the 6% sales tax, yeah. um, and possibly an additional 10% tax, which allows people or your community to kind of determine like whether the marijuana business will be allowed into your town like what the tax goes towards and a lot of great things yeah. like that so it's looking so. at like a 16 percent tax on it then in total that's a lot that's a lot of tax but if you think about it though that's you, a major money maker in exactly. income that's a tip or revenue for the it's like essentially state. buying buying and then giving the, the u.s government a tip on like your meal <laughs> if you think about it um, but i think it's actually really important that people do vote on this subject Definitely. aside from like the tax revenue if you think about it a lot of law enforcement a lot of their focus is on catching people with drugs um marijuana especially and it unfortunately is at the african-american community is disproportionately affected by this specific thing and even though it's used among literally everybody Everyone uses it. Not everybody, but like everyone uses it. They call yeah, it different names, it. but like we all we all know. Or if, even if you've been like, because because I've been to a state where it's already legal, mm-hmm. and so me and my friend went to this dispensary, and it's a it's a major like 
business. It's a business. Like, yes. Major booming. Like, from they had marijuana from different places. It's all got mm-hmm. different names. And they'll sit down and they'll break down to you what it does for you. So they're like, okay, well, this one is, like, good for, like, physical, whatever. Like, if you're going to go work out or whatever, whatever. Like, this one is, like, relax. Like, they literally break down. because yeah, it's a plant. And it's, like, got so many different, like, species. And uses too, yeah. like and yeah, it was it was really crazy. It was kind of amazing. It was yeah. really cool. <laughs> yeah, no, it sounds but, cool. And like I think all the different products that can come about it, like literally, you have there's like entire on top of like literal like edibles. I think everyone just knows about those. But like there's like pens you can get. There's like um mm. different like oils and things like that. There's just like a lot that you can do there in like the business. Um, and so it's really is like a new business venture that can really kind of take Michigan by storm and I don't know if anyone's from like the Detroit area but like that's like listening and everything but like there's like a lot of dispensaries down there and there like, are a lot my um one lot. of my friend grows really? for yeah for um for a dispensary and so it's like it's legal but it's mm-hmm. legal for it's, it's like, not legal for recreational use it's, yeah. it's legal for um medical use yeah which and is the only like revenue i guess it's bringing in right now exactly but like even then like it's not like if you if if michigan change it to recreational i think it would just be much more beneficial um and i think that would change like the way people talk about the use of it Mm -hmm. as well because like i think a lot of people like kind of at least like the older generation people look down upon it a a lot they look down on it it's like oh you're just like you're just a little honestly i think millennials just found a way to like recreationally cure a lot of (laughs) diseases Like, millennials, I, shout out millennials, like, we are doing it. Because um, it's legal medically already, but I think... Because they know that it has merits to it. Yeah, exactly. So if it can be used for medical use, why can't it be used for recreational use? And why can't we just ban cigarettes and just legalize marijuana? Exactly, because that's the stuff that gives you cancer. <laughs> it's not good for you. At all. It's really not good for I you. I hate the smell of cigarettes. I hate them so much. Literally. It makes me gag. My grandma used to smoke her whole and your whole house like her whole house smells like it like people who like really you that know really, like yeah. smoke for real like and oh my god those and commercials their clothes, their clothes will smell like it their clothes their hair will smell their like hair, it everything. Their everything and then those commercials though those commercials freak they me out they freak me out and they're all like, like with the with the guy with the thing in his throat mm-hmm. and and they're all like I thought it was fancy I thought it was doing this that and the other and, and it's really like, it's a real it really has an addictive quality to it, it too is. and Nicotine that's one thing that addictive. I don't think it it shares with um, marijuana. Marijuana. I, technically, I think you can get addicted to anything. As oh, a human yeah. being, I think that it's up to you, but you can definitely get addicted to anything. But I don't think that marijuana has the same kind of addictive quality as cigarettes and nicotine. I saw, I remember I was working one day and at a concert and this guy, he had one of those, he had one of those throat things. Mm-hmm. He was using it to smoke a cigarette. What? Swear on everything. What, how I want to see that happen. It was it I was like the that's really worst gross. thing because you can see because you can see <laughs> you can like, see into their throat, can't you? It's just it's just nasty all around. But in my personal opinion, oh but, my goodness, that's but, frightening. And he was but he was still smoking though, and it's like yeah. you have you you, you see the consequences of it, and you're still doing it. Like you can't swim after you get that. You can't do it. You can't talk. Like you can't for talk right. anymore. You, you, you can't, can't swim. You can't take sing showers. a song. You like can't, can't do a lot. Do anything, and you and your voice sounds weird. That's nuts. That is yeah. really nuts. I stay away from cigarettes, guys. Yeah. 
<laughs> right? Is that like the truth.com or something that they always oh, talk about that? Like, oh, it's turned into a whole ad. Right? Um, but, yes. Yeah, so, it definitely has a lot of... Um, the legalization of marijuana has a lot of different uses and impacts our community, not only as millennials, but um, our economic status in the state mm-hmm. of Michigan and all that great stuff. Exactly. Um, so definitely get out there and vote for that. And another thing, though, that I almost kind of skipped over, what? how do you feel about people, I know this was a topic of conversation, people getting released who've been arrested for, like, marijuana charges? You know... I say release them. <laughs> um, no, really. I think that if a state, like, if a state like Colorado, for example, is legal, you know, for medical and recreational use, so mm-hmm. there should not be any person who has been charged for the use of, like, recreational marijuana. Right. They should not still be in the prison system at this point because I it's agree. legal. Especially, if, yeah, if the laws change. And, and like, then the on record top of for that, that should also be expunged because, like, oh, yeah, you definitely. can't change a law and say, like, oh, because, like, looking forward, it's like, like... what am I in prison for at this point? Exactly. It's free. As long know? as it falls within the jurisdictions of, you know, the, which I'm sure it will. I don't think anyone's... Well, I mean, I don't know. But <laughs> but most people don't need 10 ounces of no, um, no. marijuana in their house and 2.5 on them. So, um, need, or 12 plants. <laughs> so, you need 10 ounces of water minimum. I'm through. And a, and a but, yeah, so I, I definitely agree because at that point it's kind of like, first of all, you're wasting space in the prison system. Um, and, and then you're wrongfully imprisoning people who don't need to be in prison. Yeah, it's wrongful imprisonment at that point. And I don't know about wasting space because a lot of prisons are corporate based. A lot of prisons, like their institutions, get more money for like the higher amount of people that they have oh, in their I know. prisons. Yeah. So like, if anything, they're probably like, "Oh, we're just gonna keep these like little coins, essentially." Like, people- but they can't do that. They would raise a lot of controversy it's- if if this got um if this got legalized and people were still sitting in prison for because some yeah. of those charges um. They can get a long really, time. Yeah. They can get it up to, there, like, really, really up there. Like, 5, 10, 15. I was going to say, I know I've heard about five at least. So yeah. that's a long time to be sitting in jail for for marijuana. For like, and then on top of that, if it's legalized. So. Exactly. And you're just sitting there like, wow, this is legal and I'm still here. You know? <laughs> right. So like, we'll see. But... It's unfortunate. That's just, like, a whole conversation about, like, mm-hmm. the prison system in itself. Dog, and how much... I mean, you know, we're not going to get into that today, no. but... Possible future topic. Right. (laughs) Saving Um, it for later. (laughs) And then the third and one of the most important things that's going to be on the ballot is legalizing easier voting rights. It's basically going to allow qualified citizens to automatically be registered to vote when they apply for updating or renewing a driver's license, um, you obtaining an absentee vo- voter ballot without providing a reason, and casting a straight ticket vote in the general election. One, I think that any law that allows it to be easier for people to get out to vote, or I think it also had something in there about online um, yeah, voting. voting online. I that would that. be... A game changer. That would, I feel like the systems it would need. It would need a lot though, because that can would. definitely easily. Can, it, that can it, get it comes hacked. with another 
set of problems yeah to a certain extent depending on how they do it but even just the regular like not having to provide a reason for an absentee ballot or um automatically being registered to vote with your license renewal just makes it easier for people exactly because like people automatically are gonna have to do those things because like you have to be able to drive you have to have a license and then like voting online i think would be really beneficial for college students that would be a game changer for millennials yes because like what yeah, and, like, I think a lot of reasons that um, college students don't vote is... It's because it takes so long. It takes so long. And then a lot of them see voting as, like, dang, I got to go all the way back home and I got to come yep. back to school. Honestly, that's, like, a good reason, like, why you, someone wouldn't want to. Like, I can honestly respect that, especially if, like, you live two, In a three, whole four, state. five, six, yeah. seven hours, like, away from Shoot, home. or across the country. And, I almost and, went to school in New York. Exactly. <laughs> Would I be flying back to Michigan to no. vote? Uh, I mean, but that's what absentee ballots are for exactly. as well. That's um, why so I definitely think so people should get a little bit more educated about absentee ballots because at this point, like, we have no excuse to not go out and vote because you have other options. Exactly. And if this gets um, legalized, then... We, I mean, at this point, at this point every, we should have like hundred percent voter turnout. I know that's not probably going to happen, but happen. <laughs> at that point, though, like you've been given all the resources, exactly, like all the tools to go and make your voice heard. So, like, if you don't go out and vote for all of this stuff, you really can't even complain about g- getting your friend being locked up for uh, marijuana and like not being able to vote and registration issues because you didn't vote. You didn't vote. You yeah. didn't vote when you had the chance to make a difference and you definitely need to make your voices heard like us as millennials i don't i feel like people don't realize how much like power millennials have we are one of the largest populations i think the largest voter population right now yeah because the baby boomers are on their way out they're retiring they're old (laughs) yeah they're just they're just they're on their way out that is what it is literally at this point it's our these are the times that we needed like this is a time where millennials need to speak up the most because this is what what's going to change our future like exactly. this is what's going to impact our kids our grandchildren the our adulthood um like this is the major like this is when we need to speak out like exactly. go out do the things that we need to do talk about things make changes mm-hmm. um because we complain a lot about our judicial system in my personal opinion we and make government so many and talk about we, so many different things and are so woke we're so know? like so out, out there we just talk about everything it. but we're not making the changes change to the it. world so like literally <laughs> enough with the talk let's just make change let's be about that action exactly <laughs> <laughs> I'm screaming. I'm through. Oh, my goodness. But seriously, yes. So voting is important. Please vote. Definitely. Yeah. So this kind of concludes Let's Get Real today. It was a little shorter segment, but about a very important topic. Yes. Um, So so definitely November 6th. November Tell your 6th. friends, November 6th. Go out and vote. Go out and vote. Get an absentee ballot. Right. Go all, just go hang out, you know, together and stand in line. <laughs> go get coffee. Yes. Go get Starbucks. <laughs> go get Java. Go get Tim Hortons if you like. Tropical smoothie. Tropical. You know, go sit and stand in line. Talk to your friends. Catch up with people. Talk about issues that matter. Get woken up by your friends. See how they view on things. Have, like, conversations. Learn who your friends are. And vote. And vote. Exactly. And that concludes... Let's Let's get get real. real. (laughs) Bye, guys. Bye.